In today's episode, we're gonna share something with you that many businesses may not even consider out there, and that is knowing and finding and developing your avatar. This is really, really good stuff, guys, so enjoy the episode. Welcome to The Growth Podcast, where we talk about growth of business, growth of self, and growth of wealth. Because without growth, we're actually going backwards. Here's your hosts, Natasha Outoff and Phil Kelly. We are talking about something pretty big and important in business, Tash, today. Phil, it's all important in business, Phil. It is. We're we're today going to be talking about finding and developing your avatar in business. Yeah, that's important. That is so important. Why do we need an avatar? (laughs) What is an avatar? What is an avatar and why do we need to define it? So when you first heard the word avatar, what did you think? Avatar. Yeah. The movie. movie. (laughs) James Cameron. Number two, incidentally, is going to be coming out in the next couple of years. And it's underwater? Yeah, I think. Yeah, and there's number on. three. He said, we'll get back to where we need to in a moment. But do you know what he said? So he did, number one was obviously a massive hit, Avatar. Mm. And he has had to wait so long for number two for technology to catch yes. up to make it epic. Good on him. Number one was epic, so I can't don't know what number two is going to be about. But it's going to be probably nearly as epic as this episode about <laughs> what, is an, what is an avatar in our business. Mm-hmm. Now, my definition of an avatar is basically who is the person you are marketing or selling your service to. That yeah. is my... I was going to say mine is just who's your person. Who's your person. Yeah, so in business, we are, obviously we're always solving something for someone. We're either selling them a product, selling them a service, and the person that we're selling to is our avatar. They are um, a person, a real-life person, and when you develop your avatar, you actually go into so much detail as to um, I think it was one of your mentors, basically, you name your avatar, you give them a name, a almost a face if you want to. So, you know, when you're creating your marketing material, you're working on your products, you're working on everything, you've got this person in mind because that then you can serve them the best. Would that be a... Yeah, I think, I think it's the first thing to note that um, not every company creates an avatar and some don't need to. Like if you have really ordinary hot dogs and you're not looking to build a hot dog empire, you just want to make money out of your hot dogs, um, all you got to do is find the crowd that comes out of the football or comes out of the nightclub at a certain time and sell your hot dogs. And it really doesn't matter if they're good or not. It really doesn't – like you in, in that regard, you don't have an avatar. You're just selling to anyone that wants hot dogs. But would you sell more if you put this – I don't know. Yes. If you had a certain if you want picture to sell more. or a certain yeah. frame about doing it, you could – improve yeah and if you wanted to scale your hot dog business and create a hot dog business let's say you were targeting footballers you could have the footballers hot dog and you could as you said do all your marketing and all your thing around that person yeah um but i find a lot of companies have never heard of this a lot of companies have no idea when you say who do you sell to they say everyone yes or who do you want to sell to? Everyone. Yeah. And I go, uh oh, that's not a business that's going to survive. No, because when or you try to, to any when you try to serve everyone, they you say serve you no serve one. no one. Um, and so that's getting down really. And knowing. as you said, it's 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 you are solving a general problem like I need to eat. But if your hot dog if your hot dog van is next to a Slovaki van, next to a hot chips van, next to a pizza van, then I've got four options to solve my hunger. Yeah. So why would I choose you? Yeah. So if you're in any kind of competitive niche, um, or if you have any competitor, you have to develop an avatar and solve their specific problem and market how you solve their particular problem extraordinarily well. Yeah, yeah. You've probably heard it like when you um, even when you're starting a business, people go niche down. 
mm. niche down again. And that's their same. And I think the niche or the demographic is the avatar, but it's not. No, but you can almost use that a little bit that, that you're basically defining, you're getting smaller and smaller, so then you can you know serve the right kind of people. So um, we've said what is what is an avatar? Um, what do we need to know about who our avatar is? What would you say important things? We need to know everything. Everything. So, um, like, so I think about my first business. Um, so yeah, tell us examples from that if you'd like to. Yeah. So, firstly, I go. You need to know if she's male or female. In my case, she was she was female. How old is she? Yeah. Does she have kids? Is she married? Is she happily married? Is she on a second marriage? Are her kids babies? Are they toddlers? Are they teenagers? Have they left for home? Um, what did you do? What does she do for a living? How much money does she make? And then the big, the big thing. Let's get into the big thing. So that that well, that at that stage that could even, be demographic. Yeah, and that wasn't even the big things yet. But that, as you can hear, Tash has already like so much information and detail on those ones alone. But now we're getting to the um the big ones. Yeah. So what does she lie awake at night thinking about? What um scares her? What inspires her? What um what uh yeah problem does she need solving what is her deepest darkest secret no that's a big one isn't it now that's the unspoken one is it that you kind of talk about yeah so you've got your spoken problem like oh my problem let's say do weight loss my problem is i need to lose 10 kilos um but what's your unspoken problem Mm. and what's the power of having and so let's say for your unspoken problem it might be um that I don't feel comfortable in a bathing suit, which means I'm not going, I don't book beach holidays for my family and my kids and I don't want to have sex with my husband. Mm. Now, you can't write on your marketing material feeling embarrassed about your body weight and so which means that you're not having sex with your husband. It's going to be a little too... You can't ever put on your marketing the unspoken problem. It's no. an unspoken problem. Yes. <laughs> but in your sales conversations or in your marketing, you can hint and yes. you can... Yes, I was going to say, you can allude to this. Yeah, things, because you, you do understand them more than they understand themselves. Yeah. Um, and that's your job. And then to show how your product or service can solve that once and for all for them. Yeah. So to say the benefits of knowing in detail your avatar is that then you... You've also got to know her desire, her dream. Yes. What does she dream about? Like what does she, she want more does, than anything? Where does she want to go right now yeah. as in, in life or yeah. what does she need solving? What does she talk to her best friend about? Mm. Yeah. So you've got lots of information there. And I think so the power of knowing all this means that you can firstly know where to find these people. Mm-hmm. Because that obviously, uh, rather than let's just put up a Facebook ad and put all ages, all sexes, and start Facebook, go find mm-hmm. me the right people, which it is getting a bit scarily getting better at finding them the yeah. people for your market. You but want your marketing to... message won't resonate. No, no. So this helps you create. And you'll know most ads on Facebook is, do you want to lose 10 kilos? If you want to yeah. stand out from that, you better talk about something deeper. Yeah, no, no, what, for, for what purpose? Ed, um, yeah, yeah. Do you have a wedding coming up where you'd like to look? Such and most and such companies or... go, I help people lose weight. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I was to run a health and fitness program, yep. I would do it a lot more targeted. Like, do you want to lose a specific amount? Like we specialize in people losing the last five kilos. Yep. Or we specialize, we don't work with everyone. We specialize only with people that have 50 kilos or more to lose. Yep. Because we understand the the problems and the challenges and the fears and the frustrations that come with what seems to be an overwhelming 
amount of mm. weight to to deal with. And you could even niche further. You could then have a, a specific uh, specific age or um, yeah. We help forty year olds yes, be, yes. be fit and fabulous. Yes, and we help sixty year olds get back their yeah. their their, their muscle. Say that and... You're saying you you, you help forty year olds lose those last five kilos to be such and such. That's really defining. And yeah. you when you speak like that in your marketing, your email. Um, and your delivery of your pages for your people, you are speaking directly to them. Yeah. And what's the benefit? And it just has to be backed up with that your program is created to solve that specific problem. Yeah. And when you do all those things, what happens? You have a business that can grow sustainably, create more profit, create more freedom. Um, It's really important that you are clear, like you don't just solve a big problem for everyone. You solve a really specific problem for a specific Um, amount of people and you do that extremely well yeah so if we're starting out how do we go about creating our avatar what would you think like we're starting a business or in business now what would you what would be some steps you would do if if you're in the business then you know the people so think about the person that gets the best result with your company so if you were an ink you were selling ink to people Look at your best, or and, and you, you might not know, but you would look at your best customer. And let's say there's someone that there's a couple, there's a type of customer that orders more ink than 80-20 rule, than 80% of everyone of all the rest of your clients. So you're going to go, hey, can I pay you? Like, can I offer you a, you know, we, we want to survey you. We want to sit down and chat to you and we'll give you a dinner voucher or we'll give you a movie voucher um, in return for asking you a couple of questions. And you do, just, are you married? Do you yeah. have kids? <laughs> um, what do you like? Like you could even, depending on how much you're giving them, you could probably ask what like keeps them awake at night. Yeah, I was going to, that's what I was kind of going to. If you... And then you can write a a really good ad, like um, lying awake at night, stressing about whether the dog got vaccinated. We have the ink cartridge for you. Now, that's very specific. And, okay, I used ink, which is not the easiest thing to... But but every single person that lies awake at night thinking about that is going to choose you as their ink company. Yeah, and especially, so I say it now, a lot of people are at home um, and are having to print out their own documents. <laughs> um, but I was going to say, so so for gathering information, if you're an existing business now, yeah, you can you can be calling your customers. You can look at the, the last 20, 50 people. The more people you survey, <laughs> the survey says, the more people you survey, the clearer picture you're going to get. Because as I say, you, you get down to the stage where you're naming, you're, you're putting a name to it, like yep. from, from this. Um, another Susie way, yep. Another another way. What we do in our business is we send um, surveys to yep. everybody, and we say like you know, and we sometimes give incentives. So if you complete this survey, you go into the draw to win something. So because you'd like more and more people to do that. And remember, you can survey your list, but it's better to survey the people that have bought off you. Exactly right. So because these are all the people that are on your list but haven't bought. Yes, yes. Probably not the people we want to speak to unless we want to create a new product for them. Yeah. Because they haven't bought the existing product line. Yes, because you may find, well, what are all the people who did not do it and what, what were the reasons for them? So mm-hmm. there's, there's so and many And then ways. you'll have a new avatar. So we have a couple of different products and it's not just for Susie. We have different different avatars for the different products. Yeah. And I was going to ask you too, do you, do you think the avatar changes over time? If you change over time and you attract different people 
because of how you present the information, I think it could. I think um, if you evolve your product, I think if the world changes, like yeah. COVID changed how we work, how we commute, how we um, stay at home um, and entertain ourselves in a lockdown. Um, so there was so much change and so much opportunity to um, target different avatars and, and create different products. Well, you mentioned that. Different avatars. Sorry, so you, yeah. you mentioned that just the other day. You're like, oh, Phil, I just got targeted um, from someone advertising, it was a clothing company, advertising yes. for loose-fitting loose clothing, so wasn't it? So everyone's kind of in their active wear 365 days a year. Um, and it was a, a dress company that um, had people that sold dresses and outfits for people that worked in offices. And yeah, they're probably having a really, really bad time of it in the last two years. So they said um, beautiful, um, comfy, um, smart-looking gear so you can wear it on your zooms and look like you've spent all this effort and time um but it's super comfy and it's kind of like your active wear yeah and i'm like very smart very, they had to pivot they i was going to say the very smart of example of kind of like um uh moving the avatar a little bit yes. because now you're targeting people at home you're targeting... well it's probably still Susie, mm. but now um you know what does she do for a job she may have lost that job Yes. Um, um, or her job was a high-flying corporate career. Well, she's not flying anymore. She's not busy. She's not running around anymore. What's she doing now? She's Well, she's struggling with homeschooling. She's struggling with this. She's struggling with that. Okay, so maybe that's now what's keeping her awake at night, all these other things. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's the kind of wrap-up about an avatar, Tash. It's, I think it's a bit of a short, sweet episode, but well, it's, it's a power-packed and important you're probably um, running your business. Like if you haven't done any formal business training, I didn't learn this until I was around very smart people. Um, so if you are, you know, I feel a lot of people are starting up e-commerce stores or, um, you know, pivoting with COVID, going ahead of business um, online and now I'm taking offline, I'm taking it online. But regardless, they haven't done this work. So um, you want to do this avatar because you can refine your marketing message. Yes. You can refine your sales message. Yes. You can talk their language. And then as a result of those three things, increase business. Yeah, you can solve their problem, which means they're going to pay you for the solution and then yeah. you can scale. Yeah. If you are providing solutions to people and they're, they're paying for it, then all you need is more customers. Yeah. And if anyone needs help with finding more customers, you know, follow us on Golden Road, come yeah. and have a chat to us because that's what we do. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so important that you guys know who your avatar is. And hopefully this has opened your eyes that there are, every business really does have an avatar. Mm. Um, and if you guys would like the worksheet based on the avatar, yep. we have a worksheet. Uh, you can go to the show notes below. You can click, click on that on link, link and we're going to have a list of questions that you can answer and start refining, getting the answers to these in any shape or form from calls or quizzes or whatnot. Um, the clearer you get on this, the clearer you define your avatar the better it is for your session. And this is really message. taking the commitment of working on your business, not in your business. Yeah. This is an on-the-business exercise. Yeah, but again, as we mentioned previously, the flow-on effect of this is huge. I've never seen anyone to grow their business past a million without working on their yeah. business. Yeah, and even struggling to get to there because of not knowing this. So, yeah, click on the show notes below, grab that sheet, and we'll have a awesome episode next for you to help you more with your business. Talk then. See Bye. you later. Thanks for listening to The Growth Podcast at philandtash.com, where your hosts, Phil Kelly and Natasha Routoff. We have a lot of great episodes coming your way on business and growing your business online, understanding and improving yourself, and how to have more wealth. So be sure to subscribe and leave us a comment, and we'll catch you in the next episode.